Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show as October is the month of Halloween. We're getting very close to Halloween, in fact. We're, we're there about was 26th today, I think. Um, but we're, yeah, we're getting close. So we've been doing lots of extra episodes, and we had a very strict schedule planned out for the month. And it's already been shaken up once or twice with little extras, because the babysitter kind of came out of nowhere. We added that in. And likewise, we thought we'd, you know, we were so close to the end, oh, nothing can surprise <laughs> us now. And sure enough, out of nowhere, we find out that Creep 2 has uh, mm. has been released, and we're like, damn, we like Creep 1, <laughs> we kind of have to do Creep 2. So yeah. this is actually an additional film on top of what was planned this week, meaning that for the, mm. for the one and only time out of the whole month, every single day this week has a, has a Screams After Midnight episode because of this. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. What a way to end the month. Yeah, because the Saturdays haven't had anything a whole month, but now, no, no, it's going to have one. So, uh, not Creep Two. Creep Two is going to take the Friday slot, and then mm. Saturday slot will be Halloween H Two O, and then Ooh. I won't spoil the last couple. Although I've said one of them before already, and it's kind of it's kind of obvious what the last one is. But uh, given what's coming out in the theaters uh, roundabout now, but here we are. So. We're going to talk about Creep 2. Uh, so this this is a sequel. We'll start spoiler-free, and then we'll give you a warning before we get any spoilers. However, I think we do have... We will maybe have to mention one or two things from the first movie as we yeah. discuss it. So, warning there if you're not seen Creep 1. Uh, but uh, that, that's just that it has to be. So, yeah. So what is Creep uh, in Creep 2? Creep, Creep is a found footage movie. Uh, where a creepy person uh, named Aaron, played by Mark Duplass, put out an ad for someone to come and film his life for a couple of days, and he just was very creepy, and he seemed like he wanted him to be his friend, and it was a slow build. It was found footage, of course, like I said, uh, all shot through the camera, and it had great moments, had a great, you know, the Mark Duplass, it was like an acting tour de force for him to just be mm-hmm. this creepy bastard. Uh, and I, th- I want to describe him without using the word creepy, but that is genuinely what he is. It's, it's not, he's not—he's not scary. He's, he's not terrifying. He is it's creepy. Un- it's creepy. He's unsettling. Mm. Uh, th- there's just a even you know just watching it um, on your TV, like you, you feel that there's like a presence around him that you're like, oh, I don't really like being in the same area as this person. Tinge of disturbing. There you go. That's mm. tinge of disturbing. Just to get a whiff of it. So that was creep, and eventually, like he turns into a bit, bit of a stalker character. Or some great scares in it, and then you know ends ultimately with him killing the, uh, the 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 other character. And we find out that he collects these videotapes of all of his victims, and that's kind of how that movie uh, wraps up. Uh, so. I was curious, it's Creep 2. Is Creep 2 just going to be another victim and it's just going to be like, oh, how's it different this time? Uh, and I want to commend this before I even describe it because part of why I want to like say, oh, this is actually a really inventive sequel is because right off the bat it says, no, we're doing something different with this. We're doing something that mm-hmm. completely shakes up what the first movie was. It's not just another victim because he once again he puts out an advert and someone responds that this woman who's making uh, YouTube videos about answering weird, like, wanted ads and, like, going to see the people mm-hmm. and, like, finding out if they're weird or whatever, uh, she she accepts, she goes to it, and 
in the first like two minutes of her being there, he actually says to her on camera, I am a serial killer, I have killed 39 <laughs> people, and I want you to make a documentary about me being a serial killer, and I promise I won't kill you. Uh, <laughs> and that is that is our setup for Creep 2. Uh, she doesn't quite believe him at first, uh, there's some you know back and forth in terms of that, but it completely shakes things up, because it's a completely different approach to what the first movie was, and... Mm. It, he like it, basically the, 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 the from a character perspective, he's kind of going through a midlife crisis where he's not sure if he wants to keep killing people, <laughs> and that's kind of the the setup for Creep Two. So, Tim, yeah, I always ask the question: mm-hmm. Did you enjoy Creep Two? Uh, heck yeah, I did. It, it was fantastic, and I I wouldn't say I was worried about it because uh, i did like the first one so much and you know it's a real simple movie and it's not like there's a ton of people involved so it's like you know it's not like the oh the sequel now it's like someone else doing it and a big studio thing and how's it gonna how are they gonna ruin it or whatever it's uh you know i I had faith in the people making it but kind of like you were saying i was uh i guess a little trepidatious because i was like oh well I mean, what else can you really do with this character in this format? Um, and like you said, they've you know found a an angle to it that um, you know, not just like an like a you know an approach to the movie, but actually an approach to the character and the dynamic between these two um, that really made me go, okay, this is not just a let's make a sequel to cash in and make some money because people like the first one this is like oh we're actually exploring stuff in interesting ways and there's a reason for the story we're telling and i was super into it um you know it's really fast paced but there's some really cool parts to it and you know interested the whole way through and i'm really 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 happy with it uh by the time our time with it was over by the time our time with it was over. What a weird way to phrase uh, the movie ended. It finished. Uh, I, I like when you to, finish a movie, you don't turn it off and go, I guess our time is done. Uh, I, I do not. <laughs> you blow out the candle. Because and... the movie is not a sentient being. I will have to think of it that way. Uh, I go, I, I scratch somewhere and then go, oh, I better go to the toilet because I've been sitting down watching a movie for the past while... Oh, you don't watch everything on your toilet chair? Hey, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> There's something to be said there. Maybe, maybe a TV in the in the bathroom. Maybe maybe an investment. Uh, no, I the, like the... the gimmicks they're pulling to get people into the theaters nowadays. I don't think that's <laughs> too far off. Yeah, they'll be charging forty dollars a ticket to sit in the toilet yeah. seat while you're watching a movie. <laughs> um, so no, I like the movie quite a bit. Uh, I. I don't think I, I saw some opinions saying, "Oh, it's much better than the first one." I don't think I agree with that. No, no, I don't. I don't think. It, uh, I don't think it's necessarily worse than the first one. I actually think they work out about equal, uh, but for yeah. different reasons. I, I think if I'm comparing it to the first one, I think the first one's actually uh, a creepier movie. Like, I, th- I think there's a bit more scares and like moments where I think, "Oh, this is tense." This one doesn't have as much tense stuff in it. Uh, it has inventive yeah. ideas in what it's doing with the characters, but I feel like there wasn't as much like. I remember the first movie, the first time we saw that peach fuzz mask <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs. That was, like, nail-biting stuff. Whereas in this movie, I feel like there's less of that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but it's, yeah, al- it's almost a dark comedy, this one, actually. There's, uh, oh, the, sure. The opening scene, which is kind of like the... 
Like, you know, it's, just, it's like a victim <laughs> before we get to the main character for the movie. Uh, like, there's a there's a moment where he smiles at the camera, uh, mm. where he kind of like, yeah, you're in this. We, we, like, I'm, I'm going to kill this guy. There's a, that, that moment made me laugh so much, and I was so <laughs> into it. I'm like, man, he, he was born to play this role. Yeah. As weird as that probably sounds. <laughs> but it, it really does work so well, like... Uh, in, in tandem with the first movie because you know the character so much from that first movie and now in this it's like all the gloves are off like we really get to see him in his element uh, and then also see him like you know be pretty vulnerable and like kind of making like uh, weird life choices and seeing how he interacts with uh someone that you might be might not be sure what he wants to do with and uh it's like a really really interesting character study and, and yeah a lot of it le- leads to some pretty funny scenes and sarah sarah's challenges him in, in ways that he didn't expect as well because she doesn't because he jumps out and scares her like multiple times at the start of the movie and yeah she doesn't react she doesn't jump she doesn't get scared she's like oh kill bro uh what are we doing and this fascinates him it's like she, she actually challenges his uh yeah, just this, the way he thinks. He's like, "Oh wait, if that didn't work, then what?" And and it, you really endear yourself to her character. I, I think pretty early on, like it's not like, "Oh, this isn't just another, you know, victim that uh, we're gonna feel sorry for or you're gonna yell at the screen to you know get out while you still can." Like, it's, it's funny actually how often with found footage movies we, we talk about the justification why the character's still filming, right? We often talk about, oh, that's it's unbelievable for this reason or that reason. I feel like this character was designed to try and, like... Right from the start, she wants to answer these ads to find weirdos. Right from the start, mm-hmm. she's upset that her YouTube view count is low. She's only got nine views on the video. She's like, oh, no one cares about my web series, blah. Yeah. And, uh, which, by the way, I thought was really funny. Uh, the fact that she's like, oh, her, yeah. her YouTube view count, and like, oh. <laughs> um, So... No, so right from the start, like, like no, she's determined. She wants to find a weirdo. She wants to film him, and for a long time, it works as a motivation because, like, this is it's, it's like she was built around the idea that she wants to keep filming. That that is the entire character, and she mm-hmm. you know she talks about it as well. When she's like doing like vlog moments with the camera, she'll say, "Oh yeah, I really should be running away from this guy. Like, this is kind of weird," <laughs> but it, it's it's mostly convincing uh, for a long, long time. So I'll give it props for that as well. Um, but like I say, I think where this movie succeeds is changing up the formula from the first movie, uh, doing some interesting things with the characters. Uh, maybe where it falls down compared to the first one is that I don't think it's as scary or as creepy or like has as many of those really cool moments. There's, there's one or two, yeah. but it's not, it's, it's not to the same extent. I, f- I feel like the first one had a lot of moments where I was like, oh man, that's really... You know, again, creepy. I hate to... I want to be inventive <laughs> my wording here because the movie's called Creep, but that... Mm-hmm. that 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 is legitimately how it felt a lot of the time, mm. uh, but hey, yeah. But uh, it it definitely works. So in this case, where it's like, uh, I mean, they probably could have easily done another movie where you know he recruits another victim and he does have more of those same things, and it could have still been you know good, but. Um, you know, there wouldn't have been as much of a reason for it to exist. You know, it would have just been more of the same or something, uh, which in a, I guess in a little bit uh, was kind of what I was expecting. Um, because, again, it's just, you know, such a specific um, 
you know, format and character and stuff is kind of like, well, what else can they do? But uh, yeah, I, I like that they actually tried something different and made really interesting characters and moments. And yeah, I definitely see what you're saying where, yeah, it maybe didn't have as much of the creepiness, the tension. Um, but I feel like it, it definitely made up for it with just like, um, you know, all the interesting character moments and the kind of just wanting to know what's going to happen next and see where it's going. Yeah, I'm going to save which one I actually prefer until the end of the review because I'm okay. not, I'm not wasting that here. You're going to have to, okay. have to stick around. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I think we'll give a spoiler warning so we can start talking about actual stuff that's in the movie. Uh, so full spoilers. So this, like I said, the movie starts with this this uh, sort of like victim that he's currently working on. This this guy, what's his name, Dave. <laughs> And yeah. Dave gets a package, and we see like there's like fur around the edge of the camera, and he, he doesn't <laughs> seem to be aware there's a camera there, and yeah. he's like phoning someone, he's like watching something that was in the, the box with the, the the what we find out is like a is a mini peach fuzz with a camera inside <laughs> it, which I, I think's pretty hilarious. Uh, peach fuzz, of course, is a wolf. In case you're <laughs> you're wondering, you didn't see the first movie, and mm. we hear the door go, and I'm like, I bet it's him. And sure enough, he says, oh, I'm getting, there's this weird stalker. And like, sure enough, his friend that sits down next to him is him. And I love like, the moment where I realized, man, I really love this character is Mm -hmm. when Dave says, oh, let me go get you a drink. He's oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, get me a drink. And Mm -hmm. he goes away to get into the kitchen. And then Aaron just kind of like, he smiles at the camera. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be watching this later. I'm going to smile because I'm here to kill this asshole. And he's just like, Oh, it just it cracked me up so much. And, uh, I, I like uh, him kind of explaining their relationship when he's just talking like, who would have thought like us meeting each other at the coffee shop, each reading the same copy of Infinite Jess. And uh, and, it, and it worked so well, like as these two characters, like, you know, saying, oh, man, like, isn't it crazy like how we met and stuff? But as the viewer, knowing him from the first movie and just being like, oh, you manipulative, like, asshole, like, mm-hmm. ev- all of that was so precisely set up. And This is actually one of the moments where I would say it had a really good creepy moment is when you mm-hmm. see him sort of pulling the knife from oh, the yeah. side. Because it's all one shot, of course. It's just one two shot. But you see he's got a knife down by his side. And the conversation keeps going. And, like, Dave's starting to get a little bit nervous and he tries to get up. And that's why he just lifts up his arm and just swipes his neck with a knife. And it's just like blood sprays. And he's just sort of sitting there sort of like, I don't know if I can keep doing this, Dave. I don't yeah. know if I, if I enjoy killing anymore. Like he's having this crisis, this existential crisis. Uh, yeah, and I, I like this idea too, because we, we have definitely seen, you know, other serial killer movies before. Uh, but I like the idea of the you know uh midlife crisis serial killer uh it's i mean it's just like anything like you know if you're a struggling writer or musician and you're getting to that point where you're a little older and you've been making these things that no one has you know seen or appreciated and yeah i just like that kind of existential crisis of being like well am i you know why am i doing this is this the right thing should i keep with it yeah it's this is a fun idea and like we we see Sarah see her stupid web series and she's interviewing these other guys <laughs> and she's willing to do stupid things to try and make her thing or video entertaining and she's like oh yeah well, well I'll go see him and she she comes in and he's he's at the blender we see he's got a beard now he's got longer hair and this is <laughs> a the whole thing tail. 
Here's the funny thing. So he, he kind of like becomes attracted to her as the movie goes on. And I actually thought for a, a chunk of time when she was like scaring him instead of... Mm-hmm. There's, there's later on when he like goes up to her when she's in the shower and instead she's waiting for him and she's got like tape all over her face to jump out and scare him. Yeah. And she does. I actually thought that this was going to be like the Bride of Frankenstein where we're going to get the Bride of Creep. <laughs> And this, she was yeah. going to become like, uh, like they were going to kill someone together by the end of the movie. Now that's not where it goes, but there was a point where I was like, maybe that's where this is going to go. Like, is, that, is that what's going to happen? We're going to get this, this yeah. couple of creeps now? I don't know. Um, what I liked about it was that you can tell that he's, I, I guess, attracted to her, but but not in a, like, it doesn't feel like, you know, he's like, oh man, like, I, I really want that. But you can, almost like an animal, like, he's interested in her. Like, it's like, oh, like, like of all the people I've killed and encountered, I've never seen someone like this before. And there's like, you just see in his eyes this weird fascination starting to grow. Yeah, that's, what, that's the word I was going to use was fascinated. He's mm-hmm. fascinated by her. And that turns into attraction, but not necessarily in a regular, just, you know, yeah. sexual. It's not like she walks in. That said, though, uh, She's only there for like five minutes before he, he walks out in the towel, and <laughs> you know, in my head, I'm like, wait, is this the Harvey Weinstein scene? What's what's going on? And <laughs> you know, that's what it, that's actually what it reminded me of. I, I guess yeah. that's just a, a case of it being in the the public conscious right now. That the idea yeah. of him having over to his or his house and just walking out like this reminds me of that because that, that that's what those stories were. Is he'd walk out in a bathrobe and nothing else. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, look. There's this weird barrier between men and women. You know, you know, men they'll slap each other with the towels in the, the the locker room or whatever, and it's fine. Women all try on clothes together, it's fine. But with men and women, you always, you always, you have this barrier because you want you're imagining right away what does that other person look like naked. So I think we need to take down that barrier. And I'm like, this is the point where she should want to run. Just, just not even just because yeah. she thinks she <laughs> might be killed, but just because this guy is a weirdo. This is like beyond oh, yeah. weird. And. And I'm like, are we going? To, are we doing full frontal today? Are we going to see Mark Duplass in all of his glory? And <laughs> he's like, I think we should do that. Are, are, are you good with that? Are you ready? And she's like, Yeah, I agree. And he just drops the towel, and yeah, it's full frontal today. <laughs> and this is this is not to insult Mark Duplass. I don't, I didn't, I don't mean it in this way. But I laughed so hard when he dropped that towel <laughs> because it's the stance he makes. He does this sort of stance, like he's like, yeah, yeah it's like he's posing for he, a, a like a statue, like you know, for clay. Yeah, and he kind of like adjusts himself, like like he like he's not really steady at first, and then he kind of like he has this original stance, and then he kind of yeah. readjusts himself a little bit to you know get it perfect. And it oh, it made me laugh so hard. I, I like <laughs> I, I I feel like if I said, oh by the way, that that, that when you took off your clothes in Creep Two, I laughed so hard. Like that would sound like <laughs> I'm trying to be insulting, and I'm yeah. not. It was it was genuinely really funny, and it lingered on him for so long while he was naked that it became funny again because I'm like, oh, this is just <laughs> insane. And then she's like, oh, so is it my turn now? And I'm like, man, she's really willing to go far for this. Like if she's willing to do this, um, I I love that. It's like you can tell that in a way like this is kind of like her her weapon, like her way to combat him is to just go along with everything he does and to show no fear or anything. And it just makes her feel like such a like a smart, like uh, capable character. And to to be fair to her as well, like the little vlog she does in the bathroom after this. She's like, yeah, I should probably be running. Like, I was yeah. here for 10 minutes and then his dick was in my face. Like, I, sh- I should take this as a sign and just go for it. Um, 
But she's like, yeah, but this might be the best like episode of was it Confrontations? Yeah. Was, was the name Encounters. of the thing? Encounters. That was it. Yeah. This is going to be the best episode of Encounters ever. So she's like, willing <laughs> to do it. Uh, here's a point I really liked about that scene though, when she takes her clothes off. Um, you don't get full frontal with her because this is the weird thing: is that Aaron doesn't care about seeing her naked. He actually zooms into her no. face. Yeah. He actually, as she's taking her clothes off, he zooms in, and it's just her face. So she's standing there naked, but we don't see her at all. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. It's not for him. It's not about the nudity. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was just that was a nice touch. I, I thought that was, that worked. It was kind of like yeah. into his psyche, kind of thing. Yeah, I like that because yeah, it feels like um, it, it actually kind of reminds me of something like a little like a, a kid would do or something like the way kids kind of egg each other on. But then once someone's like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll do this or that or whatever. And then the, everyone else is kind of like, Oh, well we, you know, I, I didn't think you would do it. Mm. Uh, it, it just reminds me of that same kind of mentality where you're trying to push someone. And then once they're like, okay, then you kind of back off. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I like that. He was like very sheepish about it and wasn't just like, Oh, Hey, no, <laughs> yeah, it's the same when he tries to scare her, and she just like stands there yeah. and is like, "Yeah, nice try, buddy. Where are we going?" <laughs> yeah, and they go out, and it's very reminiscent of the first movie where they go out to this, you know, this uh, sort of countryside area. They go by the river, and he seems to th- expect a giant river, but there's none here now. <laughs> um, Actually, uh, I I like the scene a lot. Actually, kind of thought of you. Uh, just in in terms of I don't know well because like wait, when wait you wait a film... minute wait wait a minute you, you're watching Creep Two and he reminded you of me I should be well, offended it, by this but go on well it well it's kind of funny because uh, there's like um, you have the one character who is this you know trying to make these internet videos so I was like oh okay I can kind of see how that relates to us and then uh, the other character just like with you know you've done like short films and stuff before mm. and just how you're trying to film something and like literally everything that can go wrong goes wrong like he's just like the water's not there and then you know he's like waiting for a plane to pass and a bird that won't shut up yeah the the water though is just him being an idiot yeah <laughs> uh, you know he he should he can plan for that and account for it yeah the, the plane flying overhead though though i have been there like we okay we have to stop for two minutes while the plane goes past because it's bloody loud like yeah, like he even says something like uh like they wait for a beat and then he's kind of like it's a really long plane or something like that. <laughs> like, and then the bird keeps chirping and he like threatens it. He's like, "You shut up, there, bird!" <laughs> and then eventually he's about to go and she's like, "Oh, by the way, we've kind of lost the sun. The shadows now over your face." <laughs> and she goes and finds him after he throws a tantrum and he's just lying face down in the dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it, it, like I say, not creepy, but really. Mm entertaining and kind of a sort of amusing way yeah for the most part and uh, it is still there's still a facet of oh i i don't want to be around this person like maybe it, yeah it's not as scary as like in the first movie but there is a like uh they're you, not the best to be around right now you feel like he could go nuts at any time you feel like he's oh, totally yeah. unhinged that that is still there and there's lots of po- points where he's holding an axe or he, he gives <laughs> you know eventually He's like, yeah, but the end of this video, you're going to kill me. That's what, that's what the ending's going to be. And he lies <laughs> down on a table and gives her an axe, and she just can't do it. So then it cuts to, and this is actually her breaking point. Like she, she's done so well all movie, no matter his bullshit. And 
he 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 hangs himself from the ceiling and he's like all you have to do is not save me and I'll die and like mm-hmm. you know you're your first timer but and this is where I was still thinking it's going to eventually be her killing someone mm-hmm. at least him maybe uh, although of course the doubt there is that oh well if we want a creep three though we have to maybe keep Duplass around <laughs> uh, but you know this freaks out she, she saves him but this freaks out this is where she's like no I'm done I'm going like I can't stay now mm-hmm. like you, you've this is you, you, that is really messed up um, but then he's like, "Oh look, I had a harness on. Like I was never going to die. Like it was, it was fake." Um, mm-hmm. And that convinces her to stay. And then it progresses from there. We have the kind of weird romance scene in the hot tub, mm-hmm. where she like comforts him when he's feeling really depressed and lonely, mm-hmm. uh, and all that. So, you know, and that's when he uh, does the monologue about his supposed origin. Yeah. Uh, which uh, now. Just out of curiosity, do you believe any of that at all? Or do you assume that he's just making it up? I think it could go either way. I feel like given what we know of the character, I'm more um, obliged to think that, you know, he probably has multiple origin stories that he can tell that it's probably made up. But then at the same time, well... He has been pretty honest with this girl up to this point. Uh, yeah, it does that, seem like maybe the kind of thing that he would be like, oh, I'm going to throw her off with blunt honesty and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either. Especially if he's, the whole thing is that he, he wants to, he's not sure if he wants to keep doing this and he wants to be honest to make a documentary. Like, is this him telling his real origin because he thinks, oh, this is the end of me and I might as well tell yeah. the real story? I, I, I don't know. Uh, but it could all just be a ploy to like mess with her head. Like he seems to be trying to do, um, and I like how she's she's bold enough to correct him because at one point he says, "Oh, and I promised I wouldn't oh, kill yeah. you, so I can't do that." And she's like, "No, you said you wouldn't kill me for twenty four hours, so technically, <laughs> you know, once we're past a day, you could you could kill me." And he's yeah. like, "Oh, why would you bring that up? Is that you in trouble?" And uh, there's this friendless to. I love. Uh, I, I think it's um, along the lines of that same scene too, where he or. Maybe it might be a, a little later, but when he starts talking about how you know he gives ample warning to all his victims, uh, and when they're they're going over what that really means, and it's just kind of like, well, I invite this one guy over, and I had an axe out front, so well, that was the first movie, right? I, I seem <laughs> yeah. to call that the axe from the yeah, because that's the, the other thing. He shows all the footage of when he kills the guy in the first movie, yeah, <laughs> um, and she doesn't. She again, she's still not sure is this real. I mean, this could be faked. I mean. I mean, after all, we were watching a movie where they had to fake it, so yeah, like you know, of course you might just think it was faked, uh, mm-hmm. but no, it's yeah, everything he does to like try and like break her, and it never does until the hanging, and then mm-hmm. after this, it's like they have that weird scene where he's like, oh, I've never had a girlfriend, and she's like, oh, do you want your mm-hmm. first kiss, and gives him a little kiss, and this is where he's like, okay, he's infatuated now. This actually might be worse for her, depending on what you think. Because he has a really yeah. warped sense of what, what what you do with someone you care about. And yeah. obviously the story he told about his origin involved like digging a grave for himself because this guy was going to kill him and bury him alive. He takes her into the woods and he gives her a, gives her a locket, which is one that he made for one of his, his friends, one of his previous victims, because it's got two guys in it. I, wasn't that from the first movie too? I, I, th- I think it was. I vaguely remember yeah. it, yeah. Um, and then he's like, wait, turn around, and there's like a grave that he's dug, and he's like, oh, this will be so romantic, we can have her end together, we'll we'll bury each other together. And uh, uh, he mentions uh, 
earlier in the movie too that when he kills someone he lies with them and their their spirits kind of like he takes on the spirit of the other person so he's talking about how he wants to yeah. if they if he lies with her and they kill each other then their spirits will kind of be entwined yeah so yeah at this point he wants to kill her because he cares about her but like he wants yeah. them to die together so he stabs himself like four times and then hands her a knife and he's like right your turn <laughs> Uh, unsurprisingly she just (laughs) jets yeah she is not you know thrilled by this suggestion he grabs her he beats her up a bit uh, stabs her maybe uh, sort of behind a tree this is where it gets a little bit creepy again Uh, I actually really like the following thing because he talks to the camera he sort of throws her in the grave and he comes over and talks to the camera and you know monologues about you know what they're going to you know this is what he's about to do and blah 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 and you just see her crawling out of the grave behind him really quiet and like picking up the shovel yeah I was so happy because uh, I like I really you know uh, dug this new character and I, I felt a lot more invested in her than I did the you know guy in the previous movie mm. and I I was actually legitimately bummed uh, you know when it kind of looked like she was dead but yeah once you see him uh, talking to the camera and it's such a like there's something about it where it's like it's so static and you it's so like you know the background is so eminent. Uh, after he's talking for a while, I start thinking like, is she, is it possible she's going to get up? And then once you see her crawling up, it's like, yes. And then you see her grab the shovel and it's like, yes. And she's been quiet. We can see her the entire time. And then she just hits them in the back of the head with a shovel and runs off. And I'm like, I made sure he was dead because that's not a kill shot. He's he's getting back up. And the end of the movie is actually kind of just a really subtle little thing where he's clearly stalking her because she's got different hair and she's like walking through the city and then she's on the subway, and she just kind of notices him off in the distance. She hears him whistling, and looks over at him, and she looks concerned, and then that's when we cut to credits. Uh, that That's the the end of the movie. Um, so she may still be dead, though. I mean, she could be in the third one, if there's a third one, but she's probably dead. <laughs> that's what I would assume, yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely would be very interested uh, if they do uh, another one I'm interested to see how they shake it up again like what's the what's the yeah. premise for three like what did they do differently this time uh, that would be what would uh, interest me in it I think uh, especially as, you know that's what I'm impressed with more than anything is that this felt different even though yeah it's still someone coming to the house with a camera he's been a creep but there was a different twist on it because it was like no right away I'm a serial killer I want you to make a documentary about me and I, I'm trying yeah. not to be a killer anymore and I'm kind of infatuated with you because okay sure he pretended and he talked like he cared about the victims before but here it's like no I get the sense he actually really actually cares about her he really likes oh, her oh yeah. Uh, yeah and you know but to him what does that mean and what does that mean he has to do and for mm-hmm. him that means I'll you know we can kill each other I, I won't just kill you we kill each other because that's how this works yeah. for him I mean I I got the sense that he was you know fully like into her killing him and like oh, yeah. taking his place like it it didn't seem like a manipulation thing or that he knew that she wouldn't do it uh like i kind of got the feeling like oh this is what he wants and I, I, and i like that you know uh, part of his justification is that uh it's like oh this would be like the my masterful ending to my 40th movie um which i i, I guess i didn't really get the sense of him uh in the first movie as like being a like a guy that's you know all about making these movies like i just got the sense that he was a serial killer and this was kind of his way to you know 
creep people out and then kind of have a trophy of it afterwards. But I like this that it's like, oh no, he's like a full on like director who <laughs> likes making these things and then watching them, and he he takes pride in them. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. I can relate to that. <laughs> Not the killing, but I can relate to the the oh, yeah. the, the pride in the direction <laughs> part of it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, it's it's a really short movie. It's eight, it's like seventy nine minutes and something long. It's very short. Uh, gets to the point. I was actually surprised how close I was to the end. At one point, I just you know happened to check you know where am I, and there was like fifteen minutes left. I was like, oh shit, how can this end in fifteen minutes? <laughs> I, I didn't feel like I was towards the end, which is maybe the the one critique. Other than there being less creepy moments, uh, would be that I feel like th- there's not as much build to the ending. I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first one felt like yeah. it kept ramping up towards the end, it kept getting more tense, and the character felt more and more fear. Whereas here, uh, like it was kind of sprung on her just before the mm. ending, if that makes sense. Yeah, I so, think that's fair. So I'd, I'd give that critique of it, but mm-hmm. um, definitely very solid. Though, like, like I say, I like, our mm-hmm. character was very likable. Uh, you like that she challenged him, and how did he process that? Uh, and obviously, the class was again fantastic the whole yeah. time. One thing I wasn't crazy about, and I mean, it, it probably makes more sense, you know, the, for the movie, but uh, I like the idea at first thinking that she did actually believe that he was a serial killer, but he, she was still like, mm. you know, she, she was smart and knew that, oh, if I run, he's just going to find me and kill me. But like, if I play his game, I, I have a much better shot of living. But then it kind of turns out that, oh, no, she didn't really believe him. Like, so uh, I feel like that uh, that kind of I, I wasn't crazy about that because it's like, well, now it feels like the danger and stuff wasn't as real. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I like that idea better, but not not a huge complaint or anything. Well, I feel like we're we're wrapping up here so we should probably get to the old ratings and any final points you want to make so Tim what would yeah. uh, you rate Creep 2 out of 10 uh, I'm going to give it a, a really solid 8 um, I, I enjoyed it a lot um, it is short uh, but it you know it it's not uh, it, it, it's, it goes by really fast but in an enjoyable way um, and yeah I, I think if you like the first one I think this is a great great you know, follow up for it. It works really well with it. It does work well with it. Um, I'm going to just be slightly harsher and say mm-hmm. seven point five, uh, just slightly. Okay. Um, I I do prefer the first one overall. I think, uh, mm. because it feels more like a horror movie to me. Um, that's fair. But this one, like, I I appreciate this for everything it did different and for the different ideas it introduced and the way it spun things around. Mm-hmm. But. Ultimately, I think the actual tension, the actual horror of it was better than the first one. So that's where my, my vote would go. But, you know, solid solid double feature now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, uh, it'd be really hard for me to pick one over the other. If it if, if I did have to go one way, yeah, it probably would be the first one. But just be like by the you know, slightest little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think uh, I gave the first one an 8. So this one's 7. Point. That's, yeah. that's, that's good for sequel going right there. So yeah. by all means... Uh, but yeah, that 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 is creep too. So, yeah, let let us know what you think of the movie. Um, so we mentioned, I, I briefly mentioned something in the Halloween Six review at the end that uh, we might do, and we have done it now. It's it's been enacted for patrons. Uh, we have a new new feature in the five dollar tier on Patreon uh, called the Crypt. 
the Screams mm-hmm. After Midnight Crypt, which is basically just that patrons at that level can submit movies for suggestion, and those movies go onto the list, the crypt list. And mm-hmm. it's basically the idea is that every so often, from time to time, we will say, oh, we'll take a movie from the list that people have suggested and do one of those. Uh, or maybe we'll put four of them in the vote for the Patreon vote that month. Uh, but the idea is that there's now a to-do list that are, that's fan-submitted, and once in a while we will take one off that list. Uh, credit to one of our regulars board now, who I think submitted 27 films already. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's not the only person that submitted but he definitely submitted the most that said part of the, the fun of this is that there's no limit you can submit 25 mm-hmm. in one go you can submit 25 every single day if you want uh, mm-hmm. of course the more there is uh, the, the longer it'll take us to get to like a lot of mm-hmm. them So, but you know uh, that is of course uh, the bigger the better though honestly so mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the actual list will be public. Uh, I've not posted the link yet, but basically if you go to the Patreon post where we uh, announced this, there'll be a link in there as well to actually go see the list that it currently is. So you can it's public, you can see it. Uh, well, I say it's it's public for patrons. So the p- patrons who are there can, can see the list if they want. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously that. Obviously we have the monthly vote and all that as well on Patreon. So if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash TV and support the show and the channel and everything we do. Uh, but otherwise, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Helps us out a lot as well. Uh, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. But otherwise, that is us. So uh, brace yourself for the final run of movies for this October-thon. Remember that we're going to take the first week of November off. Uh, after after Halloween, just to recuperate, because we have been working very hard and very frequent this month. Uh, but that's us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies, guys. We will see you next time. <laughs>